from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome here to this wake-up call with Dan Tortora. Special, and we have the gentleman here. We'll have the ladies up in just a little bit, and then we're going to mix and match for rapid fire. Jeremiah knows all about that. Morgan, you do as well. So we have Jeremiah Willis of Track and Field. We have Nathan Poirier of Track and Field as well, and we have Bryant Perdomo of Soccer, and we're going to talk about the fact that each of you are taking your talents scholastically as well as athletically to the next level collegially. So we are live here on facebook.com backslash live now DT. You can listen and watch us there. And obviously we're here at Chick-fil-A Cicero, the man holding the mic right now. I'm going to go to him first, Jeremiah. You and I have done this a couple times. Yeah, it's been a few times. Yeah, been a few times. I, I think I think at this point we've, we've built somewhat of a friendship <laughs> around Chick-fil-A, I think. Yes, sir. I think friends friends get created at Chick-fil-A. Yeah, so do sauces. <laughs> so, and we got it in the video that we did, had over 400 views of you and I just switching up the sauces. You you trying the one that I usually get, and and then the other one. Yeah, that, the Polynesian sauce. Yeah, the Polynesian, which you like now. Yeah, I like the Polynesian. And sauce then you too. do Chick-fil-A with barbecue, right? Yeah. You mix yeah. it up like that. All right, yeah. fair enough. How's everything been? It's been good, you know. I've just been chilling, you know. I still, I still use the Polynesian sauce, but I kind of transferred over to Chick Fil A sauce. Okay, so you transferred com- almost completely, but you got some Polynesian. But yeah, All right. yeah. What are you getting at Chick Fil A when you eat here? What's your typical Chick Fil A deluxe? The deluxe. No cheese, extra Chick Fil A sauce. <laughs> I know the whole meal. Okay. Uh, and I get nuggets on the side. Nuggets on the side. Yeah. All right, Bryant. Bryant, it's your first time here on the show. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, no, hold that mic right up to you so we can hear you. Gotcha. So what's so what's your what's your choice at Chick-fil-A? Spicy Deluxe, the meal. The spicy deluxe meal? Yes. That's a seat. Now I always got nuggets. Yeah. And then my buddy John was like, you got to get the spicy chicken deluxe. And now no matter what I try to do, I always get that. Without fail. Like I don't even gotta think about it anymore. I come here, it's always a spicy deluxe. It's always a spicy deluxe. Spicy chicken deluxe. Yeah, that's how I am now. They said once you get it. You're going to switch forever. And I did. Yeah, I think the first time I ever went to Chick-fil-A, that's yeah. what I went for. Like, I saw it, and I was like, that's, that's the one? That's the one. All yeah, right. Kind of what what sauce are you getting? Chick-fil-A. <sighs> now, I, I, you, I hear you saying Polynesian. I've never had it. What is wrong with don't, these don't people? Don't worry. That's You're why trying I'm here. it today, yeah. I'm going to try it today. You've never had it. Yo, no. He had never had it, Jeremiah, until I, I told him that. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's all good. Nathan, yeah. how are we doing today? How are you doing? Doing very well. Which What's your food of choice at Chick-fil-A? I got to go with the classic with waffle fries and a lemonade. That's about it. What sauce? Chick-fil-A sauce. What the heck? I, that's the bomb. It, I get it it's every three time. to one right now. That's not right. Yeah. Uh, it is good. It is good. But the, but the Polynesian sauce is the best. That's just how it is. So, so Nathan... No, it is. It's the best. Nathan, now they ran out a little bit ago, so I know there's other people in central New York that like it too. And the day they ran out, I was so happy for two reasons. One, that somebody else liked it besides me. And two, because I had already kind of stolen a few, so I had like 10 in the house. So when we when they ran out, I still had some. So, you know, I just, char- I just charged at the crib. So 
Nathan, I gotta ask you here. So tell everybody where you're going, where you're where you're continuing your career. So I am going to Siena College, and I am going to study computer sciences. Okay. And so I'm going to be running cross country and track on the team. And cross country track, just just bring me into the beginning of that. How you got into it from the start, and what made you kind of fall in love with it? So originally, I was just looking around and. I ended up going to Siena College, and I met the coach. Yeah. He had started emailing me, and I figured it was a small college, and I thought nothing of it. But he wanted me to come on an official visit, and as soon as I stayed with uh, the team and stayed overnight and ran practice with them, I just fell in love. So you're going out to Siena, not too far away, the Saints, and you're going to be in Albany. What are you looking forward to? I heard there's no good pizza in Albany, though. Um, I mean... Personally, I don't care. Pizza's pizza to me. Okay. I'm, pizza's I'm pizza. I don't know about that. Pennsylvania's got some strange pizza. <laughs> There's a specialty ice cream shop down there that they took me out to. Okay, where'd uh, they take you? You know, I have to say, I forgot the name, but okay. uh, it was Killer Ice Cream. Okay. It, they gave huge servings. It was so good you couldn't remember the name of it. <laughs> a little bit. Pretty much. So what made you fall in love with, with cross country and track and field growing up? It just kind of sparked in me, and whenever I felt like, I, I just, whenever I ran, I felt alive, and yeah. I feel alive whenever I run now, and that's kind of what brings me into practicing and running and competing. When it comes to track and field, and you have somebody like Jeremiah Willis, who doesn't bring a lot of energy and is typically quiet, how do you deal with that? Um, <laughs> man, I, I have to hype him up sometimes. Yeah, you so. do? You got to get yeah, him going? I have to get him going. All right. Jeremiah, pick up the mic here. Let's let's talk about this. What can you what say is about this witchery? <laughs> can you say about having Nathan out there with you? It's, oh, it's awesome having Nathan. Even though we do two separate events, it's a little bit better now. You know, when competition dies down, and it's, it gets slimmer with everybody else. You know, uh, the higher you go in competition, you kind of get slimmer. You don't have the weight of the team. It's more one-on-one -on -one coaching. It's kind of awesome. You know, having Nate around, somebody to talk to. Nathan seems to be mellow. What can you say about Nate's personality? Wait till we get to states and have hotel rooms to ourselves. Okay, it's all right. It's gonna be very fun. States and hotel rooms to states yourself. States and hotel rooms. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, we <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he comes out of his shell, you know. All Everybody right. does once you be around somebody for so long. How would you describe Nate when he comes out of his shell? Super fun. Yeah. Talks a lot. Talks more to me sometimes. Uh, no, no, you know, I, I kind of exaggerated that a little bit, you yeah. know, because once I get going, you embellish that a little bit. That's all right. But it's super fun, awesome dude to uh, talk to. You know, it's come out of the show. You know, something you never seen before. So it's pretty cool. What made you fall in love with the sport that you play? And let everybody know you chose Louisville over Indiana and USC. So just go back to that choice and and just what you're excited about. Oh, how I fell in love with track. Well, it was super easy. I always, always loved running. Yeah. Um, track just brought something different to the playing field compared to all the other sports. Something really stood out to me. Um, I, that's why I kind of chose track over football. Football was football was great, but everybody loved it, and I kind of wanted to be different. Yeah. And I wanted to bring something different to myself, but, you know, also what I do. And um, how I come to choose Louisville over USC, Indiana, well, you know, they offer more money, but it's not about the money. It's about feeling at home. You know, their dorms were amazing. They made me feel they made me feel at home. You know, I also thought and pictured myself living there. Yeah. So it was pretty cool to go to Louisville. And when you talk about that, like the scholarship money and whatnot, just how important that was to you to 
you know, get that respect and that statement from USC, from Indiana, from Louisville that you were worth that. Uh, it was uh, it was pretty cool to know that uh, people would pay for my, uh, as my parents say, pay for my services. But uh, it was pretty, it was very awesome to, you know, get money. And it's kind of everybody's dream, you know, to go to college and tell your parents that, you know, you don't got to pay a dime. But it just also drives me, you know, that I have, I have this purpose to fulfill. Yeah. They're paying this much money. I have to go there with my head on straight. Obviously, grades come first. But I got to do what I need to do because I'm also on a mission, you know. So it's, it's one for one. They give me some, I give them some. Fair enough. All right, Bryant. You're staying local here. Yep. Going to be going to Lemoyne. Yep. Just what what your thoughts were and why why were the Dolphins the right fit for you? Um, I kind of everything kind of fell in place with them. So, you know, playing club soccer, I played. I mean, I've been playing soccer since I was little, like as long as I can remember. Yeah. And you know, just being around the area, not traveling much with my team. You know, I saw his coach bonus at Lemoyne. Uh, he saw me play, and then uh, like right off the bat, I, we started talking, and then like he was talking about Lemoyne, and I just you know I really enjoyed it. Going from Cicero to DeWitt is not a far drive. Yeah. No. What are your thoughts about staying local? Um, I mean, obviously, I wa- kind of wanted to go really far, but I mean, I I like it, you know, because you, you, I already know the area. You yeah. know, I'm gonna be pretty comfortable here, and I'm gonna be living up there. You'll so. be close to Chick Fil A. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be close to Chick Fil A, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I do ask a lot of people about that, and they're just like, you know, if you're living up there, it's gonna be completely different. So yeah, I'm really excited about that. So you're living on campus, you're gonna yep. experience that. So as much as you're in Central New York, still, you're going to be getting the full college experience. Yeah, def- definitely make the most out of it over there. So bring me into what made you fall in love with soccer. Uh, like I said, I mean, I'm a, right when I was born. I mean, my dad played soccer, so like, it was there for me. Like. Always played, always had it. Uh, I did. I, I mean, I played basketball a little, like just rack, having fun. But like, just something about soccer. It was just, it was always there. So, yeah. favorite team? Uh, I got a couple. Okay. I got uh, Real Madrid and uh, Manchester City. Okay. Why, why Real Madrid and why Manchester City? Um, well, I, yeah, if you know, you know, Real Madrid, Barcelona, like best clubs in the world. But, and I uh, am part Spanish, so I'm gonna accept that answer. Are you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. My family, my dad was a big Real Madrid guy, and then my uncle was a big Barcelona guy. So, kind of like, so when I was little, I was like, oh yeah, it's always gonna be Real Madrid, and you know, stayed with that. Why Man City? Uh, that kind of popped out like a little later. I don't really know why. Maybe I was like twelve or something. Okay. A uh, couple of friends, you know, big United guys, and I kind of wanted to go against them. And they had, they did have some good players. They were a pretty good team. They were starting up, and I did like that too. They were, you know. They weren't like an original team. They were brought up, and they're doing pretty well right now. So, yeah. All right, fair enough. Who would you rather face on the soccer field, Jeremiah or Nathan? <laughs> you know, actually, I've played soccer with Nate before. I have seen him play. Okay. Um, you know, I, I, don't really, I don't really know. I, may, I think Jeremiah maybe. You know, You'd rather different. play Jeremiah? Yeah, I think okay. it'd be a lot of fun. So is that giving some respect to Nathan's talents on the soccer field? Yeah. Yeah. I guess you could say that. Okay, all right, fair enough. Jeremiah, who would you rather face in a football game, Nathan or Bryant? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You mean like head up, like, like, like on the field? You mean like? Which let's is, say you're playing. Let's easier? say you're playing. You're playing wide receiver, and they're playing DB. I'll take both of them on. Him and safety, <laughs> him at corner. So I'm all right. Uh, I saw you run in the dome. Saw you do a couple things there. 
I saw you. I saw you look at the fans too. You had time to turn and point as well. Oh, Coach, <laughs> Coach Klein killed me when I got to the sideline. Yeah, never I, showboat. Don't showboat. That's yeah. not cool. Great what was what was it for? What was the message? Was uh, there a message? You, you know, can say always, it now. Uh, it was one of those things. I was kind of in the moment. Okay. Uh, I always wanted to. Well, not technically showboat, but I always wanted to have fun. Yeah. If, you know, it is a limit, and also you got to keep in mind the respect for the other team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, they do that in the league where they're getting paid. You know what I'm saying? It's more than fun at, at that level, but, you know, right. at the high school level, you know, respect, dignity. You know, you can have fun, but not in that type of way. Don't showboat. Yeah. And uh, not only that, but I played at Cicero Falcons, by the way. But that was pretty cool because I came from Cicero Falcons. You know, that, those yeah. are my stomping grounds. Shout out to Sir Falcons. But, uh, yeah, don't showboat. That, that's not great. That's not fun. But I will say after the game that uh, you did come right off the field and, and give me a hug. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. As soon it's as you true. came off the field, I was like, I feel like I won a championship. Well, today. I mean, I thought we was going to Chick-fil-A, too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, you and I talk about it all the time. But I always bump it. Whenever we do a show, I don't know if, I don't know if uh, Nathan and Brian know this, but anytime I do a show with any team that Jeremiah yep. is not involved with, at all. He always shows up at Chick-fil-A. Like, oh, Dan, I didn't know you were going to be here. Yo, Morgan was there at the basket. Uh, you was doing women's basketball, right? And then yeah. I came in line, you know. I yeah. Was, so so Joe, Joe, your, your guy there, Joe told me, he's like, I believe that Jeremiah just watches your Twitter feed. And when he knows you're at Chick-fil-A, he just shows up <laughs> like, hey, man, I didn't know you were going to be here. Yo, I, was, I always come to Chick-fil-A after, uh, after a work shift. Yeah. Or literally... You know, when I think of it, I'll literally be... That's what happened. I was thinking of it when I was at home. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm about to get some Chick-fil-A. And I didn't even know that you was you was here. Yeah. You know, just doing our thing. Yeah. How is Joe doing right now in Buffalo? My boy's eating. He just um got off the... In, in, that's an energy. He just got off the injury checklist. Yeah. You know, he was marked injured. Um, But he's, he's, he's off now. He's about to eat a little bit. Show everybody what he really made of. So I'm actually looking forward to seeing him compete. Does the hair make him faster or slow him down? Well, <laughs> I don't know. He's got a lot. It's, it's he's got a lot with of the hair. hair. It's some with the hair. It gives him his superpowers. I don't know. So he's got to keep it forever. He got to keep it. He got to keep. If he keeps his hair, I'm gonna keep my hair. All right, fair enough. What if he gets rid of it? You get rid of yours. All right, listen. I didn't. I didn't say that though. I just said like <laughs> I'll keep it. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. Fair oh, enough. Yeah. All right, Nathan. Let's go back to you for this. Who would you rather face on the soccer field, Jeremiah or Bryant? On the soccer field? On the soccer field. I, Since you played and you know a little bit how Brian played. Underestimate me. See, I, I'm a bit rusty. I haven't played for years, but okay. I know Brian's still playing, obviously. And uh, yeah. I'd have to go with Jeremiah here. I mean, I know he's a fast sprinter, but okay. I bet I could get the ball just right, right between his legs when he's running. Why is everybody sleeping <laughs> on me right now? Like? We're here with Nathan Poirier as well as Jeremiah Willis and Brian Perdomo. We're here on Facebook Live, facebook.com backslash live now DT, and we're inside of Chick-fil-A Cicero. We're here every single month with CNS Athletics, providing support for each and every program and every student athlete over at CNS. And Nathan, for you, what does the CNS community mean to you? Why is it different? Why is it special? Well, the CNS community is very diverse. We have a lot of kids in different areas, and we all end up supporting each other a lot. And it's very friendly. Very friendly, you said. I do, I do appreciate it. There's that. a lot of support. When you go out to these, you know, meets and games, 
content, whatever it may be, there's a lot of screaming fans all the time. Yes, and as an athlete, I appreciate every single person that will come out and support us, and it just motivates me more as to, to be better and compete better. Who's the loudest out there? Do you have a family member or friend that's the loudest? Hmm. I have to say my sister, my little sister, does scream pretty loud. Okay, shout her out. What's her name? Ava. Ava. So Ava is the, is the loudest one out there. Can you hear her no matter what? feel like I can hear her. <laughs> okay. her, her voice pierced through my ears. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Is it screaming or is it words? I just hear kind of just a mumble of both. <laughs> just, I just hear her. You hear her yeah. somehow, some way. All right, Bryant, what can you say about the CNS community? What makes it special? You know, he kind of took my word, you know, diverse. And yeah, that's true, you know. And it's, it's a pretty big area. You know, Cicero, North Syracuse, you got what, Cicero, a little bit of clay, Maddie Dale, what else am I missing? Am I missing anything? It's pretty much North Syracuse. Yeah, all right, North Syracuse. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so you get a lot of different people. You get a lot of different athletes. And then, of course, with the fans that come into the game, you got a lot of got a lot of people. It's a really big school. you got a lot of fans that come. So it's, it's always fun, you know? You go out, you're really excited to play. And then when the game's over, you look over to the sideline, and you're like, you know, they're all your friends. You know, that's your community right there. Who's your loudest fan? Little brother Brandon, you know. Your little brother, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Now why so? Oh, because you know, because you know, on soccer you're right on the sideline. You yeah. Know, if I run by there, I'll, I'll always give him a look, and he's just screaming his head off, no matter what. I always hear him. He's always saying something. Does he pump you up? Does he give you a little advantage if you're having a tough time out there when you hear him? Oh yeah. Every time, you know, he'll cheer me up. He'll motivate me. He'll push me. All right. And he'll, he always say he's better than me. Okay. You know? <laughs> so that pushes you, too. Yeah. All right, Jeremiah. Jeremiah, what can you say about this CNS community? Dang, they they, they kind of took it, you know, diverse, but uh, support. Uh, it's a lot of support, you know. Jesus. That took both of the heavy hitters. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Y'all took that. Y'all took my two words. Dang. Dedicated? Dedicated. Yeah, dedicated. You know, mm-hmm. everybody comes out. When the, when the time comes. Yeah. Yeah, dedicated, supported, supportive, diverse. Those are really the top three. I'm honestly, I'm going to be real with you. Who's your loudest fan? My entire family. My, All my of them. My entire family. Okay. Now, when, when you did signing day, your dad, because it had changed twice because of the sunny, warm weather that we have here, there yeah, had been right. a couple. Yeah, of, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> there had been a couple yeah, of changes, right. and your dad couldn't be there for the event itself. So you got to have two signing days. You got to have one at the CNS Auditorium and you got to have one with Dad. Bring me into how special it was to be able to do both. All right, so long story short, um, I think it was two days. No, it was the day before the signing. That night, my dad came in my room and uh, I was was in there playing Apex, Fortnite. I forgot, honestly. And he got on his knees, he was like, yo, Baby boy, I was like, baby boy, what's wrong with you? He got all emotional. He was like, y'all won't be able to make the signing. I was like, dang, what happened? He said, oh, the day's been switched too, uh, switched too much so he can no longer take off. So I was like, it's all right. We about to have one here. I got off a of PS4, turned my TV off, turned my light off, uh, took my hat, and I grabbed my phone. And I went to my mom's room. I'm like, yo, we're about to recreate this signing right now because even though he's not going to be there, 
he's gonna be with me like in spirit and everywhere else and on camera because i'm gonna post it everywhere so um she got up out of bed we all discussed it and we did that night about 15 takes a good 15 takes because i couldn't memorize what i was going to say and after that oh uh, i made it right the last it was the 15th one everything was smoothly all right we all went to bed and um i posted it right after the signing as soon as i got home from the signing i posted it i said and it, i even said at the signing though he couldn't be here you know i made one where he is there and everybody's going to see him that i got you know my family behind me i got everyone supporting me and we're in this together, so. What did it mean to Dad to be able to do that? Well, he kind of cried after the 15th one. <laughs> he cried after the 15th one because he didn't, he didn't think I would do that, I assume, so. Yeah. Yeah. And he was, he was all decked out in red in the video, too. He was yeah. ready. Yeah, he was, he, was, he was hype. He was hype, you know. So we had this, this signing day special that was over at the CNS Auditorium. Nathan, I'm going to ask you about it. What did it mean to you? that the school took that time and, and although it did change and you had to kind of ad lib with the weather to be able to be there because everyone here is a signee that was there. So what was your experience like to know that your school made that, that right after school, they're going to put you up on stage. They put you all together. They had your sports, your names, where you're going, just what that meant to you. I felt really, if I could use the word appreciated. And I appreciated the fact that we all got our, recognition for commitment to a sport commitment to our future and it really it really showed to be up on that stage what did it mean to you to share the stage with with everyone and we're going to have the, the ladies come up here for the next broadcast and so to share the stage with everyone you shared it with just what that meant it felt like an experience that it's just it just hits you like these people are just as committed as you to something and uh it was just special to be with them each and every one of them fair enough brian what can you say about being with these gentlemen and, and being with uh, maria as well as emily and morgan just what that meant to you uh i just i think it shows you know what what cns says you know all the athletes we got how good a teams we got you know like obviously you know, all these other schools are doing pretty well they got their players but just to see like us six up there signing, it just showed that like, you know, like we got it, you know, CNS is a great school for athletes. And when you look at, you know, all different schools that you're going to and different sports, just just what that meant, that it wasn't just a signing for one person, it wasn't just about one thing, one sport, one individual, but that it was about a collective. Yeah, I re that was awesome, you know, I love that. Cause like, you know, they, they didn't separate us, they had us all together cause they just showed like at the end of the day, you know, when we go off to college, and we do whatever, like, at the end, you know, like, we're always going to be a North Star, you know? Like, we're all North Stars. But what does it mean to you to be a North Star? Uh, commitment, you know, uh, pride, and uh, work ethic, you know? Because, you know, well, for me, for my coach, he was always talking about being blue-collared, you know? We're not privileged, you know? Like, all of us, pretty sure, like, we're not, you're not just born amazing, or maybe you are, but, like, come here to CNS, you know, you're going to work hard. You're, you're going to get what you worked for, being blue-collared. The blue-collar part of it and wearing all blue. Jeremiah, what does it mean to be a North Star? You and I have spoken about this before. What can you say? I probably said it before. This is a commitment to excellence. You know what I'm saying? It's a CNS little thing about being a North Star. You know, you're committed to everything you do. You know, work hard 
got to have a great worth ethic. You come to CNS, we're all like ground zero, and you build your way up from there. And that's why I signed with everybody I'm here with. We all started at the same we all started at the same place. Yep. We all worked our butt off, and now we're signed at the colleges. You know, it's a big, huge milestone that we just uh, completed. So, you know, it just shows what, what a North Star is like. Nathan, what can you say it means to be a North Star? To me, being a North Star is just both of what they just said and it just uh, the commitment and work, worth at work ethic, if I can speak. <laughs> It just makes a North Star a North Star in the way we are all working together. Yeah. So before I let the, the gentleman go here, we're going to have the, the women come up here in just a second. Then we're going to have rapid fire, which is going to be a mix of both, where I throw you on the hot seat. Morgan and Jeremiah know all about this, where I'm going to ask you questions that have nothing to do with sports, nothing to do with sports whatsoever. But I put you on the hot seat, you put me on the hot seat. So fair is fair. Before I let that happen, though, I want to ask you, Nathan, I'm going to start with you here. Tell me something good is what we call it. Tell me something good about Jeremiah. Tell me something good about Brian. All right. Well, Jeremiah, for one, is the most happy, motivating, outgoing person that I have met. Every time I see him, every time he comes to practice, he's always got a smile on his face. Yeah. He's singing songs. He's. Does he ever frown? I can't <laughs> say that I've seen him. Yeah. I don't know if I've, I think when he comes to Chick-fil-A and I'm not here. That's, that's, that's when the frown happens. Maybe that. Maybe that. <laughs> Since we're always here together. And uh, for Bryant, I know I grew up playing soccer with him, and he's always been a good friend. He's been someone to look up to in soccer, actually. And uh, it's always nice being around. Fair enough. Jeremiah, tell me something good about Nathan and Bryant. Uh, they are both good-looking. I wish I was that good-looking. Oh, uh, just kidding. Uh, they're both very passionate and dedicated. You know, uh, they're great people, great people to see, uh, be around. Nate, amazing teammate, great person, funny, uh, very <laughs> super smart. I wish I was smart. Uh, my boy Brian, he's super dedicated and passionate, you know. Uh, he is, if not, one of the leaders of our chirp crew. Um, at every CNS game, no matter what sport, and he always leads us to cheer on every uh, cheer on everybody else. You know, CNS pride, he's all for it. Um, they're both uh, just awesome people, and every time I see them, kind of like Nate said with me, they're smiling. You know, they're chilling. They're just doing what they can to be uh, achieve that next step. You know, they're just great people. You know, what I'm saying you never. You, it's hard to say it about some people in life. You know, it's just they're just good people. That's. Best compliment you can give. Bryant, tell me something good about I'm last. All right, Jeremiah and Nathan. All right, we'll go Jeremiah first. We'll work this way. Okay. Uh, great person, great personality, you know. He's like a, a ray of sunshine. That's what he's like, you know. He's always positive. He's always got a smile on his face. Yeah. And uh, his work ethic, you know. Yeah. You know, he works hard every time, you know. But, and he, he puts people in front of him, too, you know. Like, he might be working on himself, but if you see him on the field, He's always making sure everybody's doing the same thing, too, you know, putting in the same work. And uh, for Nate, same thing. Great guy, nice guy. Uh, and for soccer, we did play, too, and, uh, you know, he motivated me, too, you know. Everybody does, and then I'm happy that he said that. Uh, he looked up to me, and I looked up to him, too, you know. And uh, very smart guy. 
very smart. <laughs> very smart. Fair enough. Brian, I'm going to stay with you on this one. This is your final piece before we have the women on, and it is about them. Tell me something good about the group of women that will be coming up here, Emily, Maria, and Morgan. Uh, same thing with all of us. You know, they're dedicated. You know, they work hard. You know, they're here with us, too. They signed as well to go play college and collegiately. Uh, very hardworking and some very nice people. Jeremiah, tell me something good about the women that will be up here on the microphone, so remember that. Uh, same thing Brian said, you know, they, they're, they're, one, they're, they're one of what we got, you know, because they signed with us, you know, as well. So, yeah. I mean, they can sign with anybody else, you know what I'm saying? But they're obviously <laughs> uh, very hardworking, very hardworking, strong, you know, they're everything. They're everything, you know, they're, they're just good people, too, you know what I'm saying? Hey <laughs> 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 Nathan, what about you? What can you say about the women that will be joining us in a second? They are, they all have great personalities, and you can tell they have great dedication, and uh, they do what they do best: running soccer. And uh, I guess that sums it up. They do what they do best, whatever it may be, when it comes to the sport, on and off the field, and whatnot. Okay. All right, fair enough, and I don't know the track. So that being said, Brian Perdomo, who is heading to Lemoyne, Jeremiah Willis, who's heading to Louisville, and Nathan Poyer, who's heading to Siena, you will be back with us in different groups in just a little bit. We're going to be welcoming the ladies of CNS on in just a moment. We appreciate you being here on Facebook Live, facebook.com backslash live now DT, as well as inside of Chick-fil-A Cicero, 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero, New York. We'll be back with more CNS Athletics on Wake Up Call with Dan Satora in just a moment. Thank you, gentlemen. This is a Wake Up Call Fast Break. This is Jimmer Sikowski, owner-operator of Chick-fil-A Cicero, 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero, right in front of the Home Depot. I had a deep feeling that God wanted me to do something bigger with my life and to help people, help others. I kept putting Chick-fil-A in my life, and I realized as I was going through the franchise selection process that... Uh, positively impacting the lives of others was really core to what we do here at Chick-fil-A. First of all, it starts with the food. The food is brought in fresh daily. You know, we bring in local produce. We prepare to order in the kitchen. We hand bread our chicken. We hand spin our milkshakes. It's, it's great food. It doesn't taste like fast food. I, I think the second thing is, is the way people feel when they come in a Chick-fil-A restaurant. It's different. We, we try to treat people with intentional kindness here which is very different and deeper than good customer service. And so I think it feels remarkable for most people to come in a Chick-fil-A restaurant. And then lastly, the impact that we try to have in the community is very different. It's a big part of the expectation of every operator of a Chick-fil-A restaurant is that they're actively engaged in their community, they're a leader in the community, and they're, they're making a difference. When they realize that what we're striving to do is to shine a little light in their life, that's a very, very different experience uh, than you will have in any other quick service restaurant. And it's that remarkable experience that I think people will emotionally connect with. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. That stands for Mix Live Radio. 
facebook.com backslash wakeupcalldt. We appreciate you listening in to our Chick-fil-A Cicero special with the CNS North Stars signees here this time around. You heard from the gentleman before the break, and now you're hearing from Morgan Seichin. Morgan Seichin, soccer player for CNS, moving on to Southern New Hampshire University. Emily Dembowski, who is going to be continuing her track career, going from CNS to Niagara. And Maria Marullo, who will continue her track career, going from CNS to Mercyhurst. Morgan is returning. Emily's here for the first time. Maria's here for the first time. We're here at Chick-fil-A Cicero 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero, New York with CNS Athletics. These are the girls signees that are heading off collegiately to continue to play their sport as well as continue to go after their academics as well from CNS. So first and foremost, welcome. And Morgan, I'll, I'll go to you first on this. So let everybody know where you're taking your talents, as I know you'll be continuing your soccer life. Um, I decided to go to Southern New Hampshire University to play soccer. And what can you say about Southern New Hampshire? What made that the right fit for you? Uh, just the moment uh, we drove onto campus. It was and the summer this year I went to an ID camp, and then this fall I went to an overnight, and it just everything fit. The coaching staff was amazing. They were super nice and all the girls on the team, they just gave off the vibe that it would be a good fit for me. So like you said, they gave off the vibe that it would be a good fit for you. What did it feel like? Did it feel like a family in Southern New Hampshire? Did yeah, you get definitely. There right away? Everyone was super close. Even the players to the coaching staff, which sometimes you don't see, but like they turned to them for anything. Fair enough. Emily, welcome for the first time. Happy to have you here. What did Morgan tell you about it? Um, it was pretty laid back is what she told us. Okay. Um, to just be ourselves, I guess, yeah. Yeah, that's the best advice you can give. It's not crazy. Just got to be you. So you being you, what made, let everybody know where you're going and why that fit your personality, kind of what you wanted. Uh, I'm going to Niagara University to run cross country and track. Um, I guess everything, like everyone said, it just fit together. Um, yeah. I mean, Buffalo and Amherst is like a second home now. I've been there so many times and... Um, I have friends who go to college in that area, so um, I guess, yeah, everything just fit together. Niagara, you're not going too far away, but you'll get the experience of being away a little bit. What do you like about that? Um, I like that I'm three hours away. I have to live on my own. My parents can't just um, tell me what to do anymore, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. It's the perfect distance, because if anything happened, it's just like a three-hour ride on the thruway, and they're right there, so... yeah. Yeah. And you're going to be near Niagara Falls. Yeah, too. yeah, that's a plus. <laughs> so now the Buffalo side is very different from the Canadian side. So do you have your passport? I'm getting my enhanced license before I go, yeah. Okay, so you can go over there. Have yeah. you been to Niagara Falls or no? I have. Okay, when was the last time? Uh, a few weeks ago, actually, on my last visit, yeah. Oh, nice. So yeah. <laughs> when they bring you to Niagara University, they can show you all that is great about Niagara Falls and they can do What did they do on your visit? Uh, my first visit, when I went with the team, they brought me to a coffee shop in the area. Okay. Uh, we went to a basketball game, and I didn't go to Niagara Falls with them, but um, any other visit I have, I've gone with friends to Niagara Falls, yeah. So that's going to be, and it's going to be right in your backyard now. Yeah, yeah, it's like 20 minutes away. So, I mean, how is that for you to know that you can just kind of go see one of these world wonders pretty easily? It's a fun adventure, yeah. I mean, there's always stuff to do in that area, just like... Um, from the U.S. side and the Canadian side, there's both stuff to do, like with Niagara Falls. And I know a lot of girls on the team 
Um, they go out there. I mean, there's like go karts and stuff on the Canadian side. There's like restaurants where they go out to eat. So I mean, there's the best of both worlds. So fair enough, Maria. Welcome to the broadcast. Right, you got one right here for you. <laughs> so welcome to the broadcast for the yeah, first time. You. You're welcome. What can you say about? Let everybody know where you're heading off to. Um yeah, um I'm going to Mercyhurst University in Erie, Pennsylvania, to do cross country and track. And what are you looking forward to with with Mercyhurst in Pennsylvania? Um, what I really liked initially when I went was like the small school feel and just like the feel of the school. So I'm really excited about that, and I really like the girls on the team. So like to get to know to, to get to know like a new team, I'm excited for it. What can you say about the girls? What was the culture like that you really liked about it? Um, I loved how close they were. When I did an overnight, they had a townhouse. Like all the cross country girls lived in a townhouse, and I really just like liked the feel of that. So you're going to a smaller school, like you said. What made that the right fit? What made you want to go? Some people like. The big schools, some people like the ones that are... I went to a school where it was big enough, where I always said it was big enough where you didn't have to see somebody you didn't want to see, but small enough that you could get anywhere you needed to go. So what's Mercyhurst like? Is it is it tiny, tiny to you, or is it big enough, or what would you say about well, that? Well, it's just over 2,000 people, which okay. is like the size of our high school. So initially, I thought I wanted a big school, but then going there, I was like, oh, this is perfect, so... Yeah, you said that's about the size of your high school. My high school is 700 kids. Yeah. Yeah. Yours is 2,000. Yeah. So going from a similar environment, what do you think that'll do for you? Because you kind of know what you're dealing with, so to speak. Um, it'll, it'll definitely be different, though, just because like, we're older, even though it's around the same amount of people. Yeah. So. And you're going to be, like Emily said, you're going to be far enough, but yeah, close definitely. enough. How important was that distance-wise to um, be able to experience, but not be too far from family well i actually have a sister that goes to niagara and we're really close so it just kind of works perfect like the drive yeah. so we like go to see her and go to mercyhurst so now how far out. will you be from your sister um and i think around an hour i think i don't know why i'm looking at you first. emily has no you idea she's worried about uh, the go-karts and stuff yeah. she has no idea what's going. so <laughs> i don't think it's more like an hour all right so that's not a bad drive at all now what made you fall in love with track um, well, it's back to my sister. We're super competitive with each other, but like, I don't know if she knows that I'm competitive with her. Okay. So, I like just wanted to be like her, and that's she started it first. Then I was like, oh, I have to do it now, and then I liked it. So you said you don't know if she knows that you're competitive with her. Yeah. So, I mean, she knows now, but yeah. what can you say about that? Like growing up, were you always competitive with her, no matter what it was? Well, she was always better at running, so that's why I don't know if she knows I was, like, we were really competitive, but, like, okay. outside of, like, we always shared a room, too, so we were always, like, getting in each other's, like, hair, getting in fights, but she knows, yeah. Who's better at track? It's her. Well, right now, it's, like, a pretty, it's a pretty good fight right now. Okay, so. you think you can, at Mercyhurst, eventually pass her? Do you think oh, you I, could? I hope so. I need to be confident. All right, yeah, you can yeah. do it. You gotta believe you can do it. Emily, what made you fall in love with track? Um, uh, growing up, uh, my neighbors and I, we all would run around the block together and we'd all have like mini races, um, down the street. And then I believe it was in fourth grade. We had like runner's club in elementary school and you'd wake up early and, um, the small club of like 10 people would do a little workout. Um, and then we'd all go to school. But then, um, I always found myself pushing harder in the school miles. Um, and then I just did it cause it was something I was good at and I liked doing it. So it just worked so you started just running around in the neighborhood yeah could anybody catch you back then 
Yeah, there's my neighbor Casey. He was pretty fast. So, okay. Yeah. Did you eventually pass Casey? Yeah, I can now. Yeah. You can now. <laughs> yeah. Right, fair enough. Yeah. All right, Morgan. What what made you fall in love with soccer? I know we spoke about it when the team was here a little bit, but to go back into why soccer? Well, growing up, I played. Uh, I was tried out a lot of sports, but soccer just really allowed me to just be myself like I I found out that I was good at a young age and I would remember spending hours in the backyard just dribbling or shooting on a goal and because that's just what I wanted to do and like I've gained friends through it and it just made going to soccer so much fun who would you rather face on the field for soccer Emily Dombowski or Maria Marulo oh I don't um I think Maria it's in Maria's family that she played soccer, so I'd rather go against Emily. Okay, fair enough. That it's in her family. Yeah. So you think that the genes are there, even if she's not playing. Yeah. You think it's just probably an innate thing that she can go out there and play. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Emily, I'm going to you for this. Now, obviously Maria's in track, but if you were to play any sport of your choice, what sport would you play and who would you rather face, Morgan or Maria? I've always wanted to be a good soccer player. Um... <laughs> But growing up, I had, like, a camp, so I could never do that because, like, soccer's a weekend kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess I have to go with Maria. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't want to struggle too much on that. All right, fair enough. Maria, you have the genes, as Morgan said, of the ability to play soccer, but you also run track. Yeah. So who would you rather face right now, Emily or Morgan? I feel like Emily and I are kind of similar size, so it might be, like, a more fair fight. So probably Emily. Okay, so you want you want a fair fight. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Now, you heard the guys say something nice about you, so we're going to switch it up here, and instead of using that for the last one, I'm going to stay with you, Maria, for this. Tell me something about Jeremiah Willis, Bryant Perdomo, and Nathan Poye. What can you say about these gentlemen? Um, definitely all hard workers, um, and that it's definitely nice to see that we all have something in common, how much we love our sport, and how hard we're, we're willing to work for it. Fair enough. Emily, what can you tell me something good about the gentleman? Um, yeah, I'd have to go with that. They're all hard workers. I mean, you, I mean, I don't practice with Bryant, obviously, but yeah. um, you can tell just on like social media and whatnot that like everyone works hard to get where they're at, and we don't go down easy. All right, fair enough. Morgan, what would you say? I could say that they're all dedicated to get to this point where like playing at a collegiate level, it takes a lot of hard work. And it shows that they put the time and effort in to get where they are today. Head-to-head -head on the soccer field, you're Bryant. Who's winning? I don't know. We used to play when we were younger. Who won? We were on the same team. <laughs> you're on the same team. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, what do you think? You think you could take them? Yeah, I think I could. All right. Fair enough. I would, like to, I would like to see this now. I think when the weather breaks in May or June at some point here when it gets nice... I think that we should see that. Okay. We should bring it back. When was the last time that you played on the same team? Played on the, oh. Yeah, we should all race. You know, Clay Classic. Yeah, I'm not racing with you guys. I'll film it. <laughs> so, I'll film um, it. It was a while ago, like in elementary school. Okay. So it's been a while back. Yeah. So we need to see this again. I guess. What do you think, Brian? We're going to do it? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, fair enough. Morgan, I'm going to stay with you on this. Why is CNS special? Why is the community special? It's special because it's unique to be a part of CNS with the amount of kids that go to the school. Like, 
me playing multiple sports, like that no team is the same. So you have a different group of girls every sport you play. Yeah. It just creates a bond, like everyone supports each other in every sport. Emily, what would you say about CNS and why the community special? Um, it's just cool seeing everyone come together for all the events. I mean, not just like sports, but um, anything really. I mean, like parents and the students, just everyone comes together to support anyone from CNS and what they're doing. Fair enough. Maria, what would you say? Um, definitely with the support. It's nice to see how close that teachers are to like the students and that they come out and support too on the weekends. Yeah. Who is your loudest fan? Oh, my mom. Your my mom. mom. Yeah. Can you hear her all the time? Yeah, even in cross country, and you go pretty far. It's three miles. You could hear her the whole time. Yeah. So she's she's standing in one place, and you can just hear her as it's you like, continue it to like run echoes, away. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Emily, who's your loudest fan? Uh, definitely my dad. Yeah, I mean, I grew up hearing that voice, but um, yeah, like Maria said, um, even if you can't see them in your race or like whatever you're doing, I mean, you still know what they would be saying, and you can still hear the support in your mind. So. You said you grew up hearing that voice. Can you drown out everybody else's voice and just hear your dad? Oh, uh, yeah, of course I can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Morgan, who's your loudest fan? Um, well, it's definitely my mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What can you say about mom? Um, I know, like, when I'm playing, I can't hear, but, like, if I go to, like, my brother and my dad's game, she's very loud. Okay, so you can't hear when you're playing. Do you drown it all I, out? Yeah, I block it out. You block it out. How yeah. long did it take you? Because... I think it's one of the greatest things when it, when athletes tell me that they can just take away the noise, so to speak. Or maybe they just hear it muffled, but they don't hear anything. How long did it take you to get to that point where you could block it out? I don't know. It's just, I, as I got older, like with the more and more sporting events that I go to, just it just becomes a habit. Not let what people say affect you. So you can't you can't hear anything. Nope. Good, bad, or indifferent. Nope. It's all gone. Yep. Awesome. I'm, I'm staying with you, Morgan, on, on this to tell me something good. We, we did it about the gentleman here. I want you to tell me something good about Emily Dombowski and Maria Marillo. I know Emily takes pride in what she does. She's very dedicated, and she works hard to get where she is. And I have a couple classes with Maria, and she works hard all the time. She makes sure, make sure everything's done on time, and she, just hard work pays off, as you can tell. All right, fair enough. Emily, what would you say about Morgan and Maria? Um, well, I've known Maria for a while. Um, she's come a long way from where she was, and um, you can just tell all the hard work like really does pay off. I mean, that's like a clear example of it. Um, I mean, she's someone I look up to. Um, she's just, I mean, wherever I see her, she's either practicing or she's in the weight room. She's always doing something to better herself. And Morgan is a three-sport athlete, so obviously that takes some talent and skill, but she's also really smart, I know that. So um, she's just a well-rounded person, I know that, yeah. Awesome. A lot of positives. Maria, you've heard all this good stuff. Now, what would you say about Emily and Morgan? Yeah, they're definitely great girls to be around. Like, whenever you're around them, you always want to better yourself. It's like, keep up with them. And, um, Morgan, I have some classes with Morgan. Like she was saying and it's it's like somewhere who you're always like kind of competitive with too even in the classroom and same with emily like when we're running we're competitive with each other but it's like a good competitive yeah so do they bring out the best from you yes, yeah whether you're running or in the classroom mm -hmm, definitely and when you hear them say you know that they look up to you or that hard work pays off what does that mean to you um it's like nice because that means like i'm being the best version of myself which is like something i, I strive to be yeah Fair enough. Before 
we head to the hot seat before we go into rapid fire we're going to mix and match the girls and the guys here and bring you back for rapid fire maria what are you most concerned about with rapid fire what do you think because it has nothing to do with sports Nothing to do with the sports world. Only Jeremiah and Morgan have played this game. So what are you most concerned well, about? I saw Morgan getting, like, nervous, like, preparing earlier. And I was like, what do we have to prepare for? Like, so she was preparing. So, yeah, I feel like I'm, like, behind the ball. She's already. trying to research, yeah. figure out where I'm going. Emily, what do you think about being on the hot seat in a couple minutes here? You know, I'm a little worried I'm going to blank out. But <laughs> okay. um, I was preparing with Morgan, too. So I feel I feel ready. Yeah. How do you prepare? Just looking up questions? Oh, yeah, yeah. You look so up you're preparing yeah. to put me on the hot seat. <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay, Morgan, how what? I mean, you've, you've done it once before. It wasn't bad. No, it wasn't bad. It's just it wasn't expected, like, having to come up with questions. Like, you have to prepare for it. Yeah. <laughs> so you've, you've prepared with Emily. Are you going to help Maria out at all here? I mean, I know. I just sat there. Her <laughs> Give her some tips. So, what are you just on the sites looking for? Connor Hayes yeah. found a site and it had the craziest, most rant, but they were hard to answer questions, but they were insane. And I feel like Connor has told everyone, no matter what show it is, he has like a mole that brings those questions in because we always get them. Did you talk to Connor? I hope none of you have asked him about this. No, but I should have. No, you shouldn't have. <laughs> Jeremiah, don't you dare text Connor. So we're going to take a step aside here with Morgan Seichin, once again, Southern New Hampshire for soccer, Emily Dembowski uh, with Niagara and track, and Maria Marullo is going to Mercyhurst with track as well. We're here on Facebook.com backslash LiveNowDT. We're inside of Chick-fil-A Cicero on 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero, New York. The CNS signees here on the ladies' side. And my final piece before we get into rapid fire is that moment where you all got to sign together, just what that meant to you to not only sign your national letter of intent, but to do it as a group. Maria, what did that mean to you? Um, it's really cool because we see each other outside the classroom, but then to all be together for the same reason, like being able to represent everything that we really work hard for together, that was really cool. What did you say, Emily, about that moment where you got to collectively celebrate together? Um, it was just cool seeing how everyone came from, like, modified sports and then um, up through varsity, and now we all chose to continue it into college. It was just special seeing, like, everyone who chose to do this um, further in their life, yeah. CNS doing this for you, doing that event for you, what did that mean that the school cared that much to do that? I mean, I know, like, not every school gets that amount of support from um, the athletic directors or just coaches or teachers or whatever. Um, so it was nice having it in the auditorium and having, like, seeing all the teachers and um, students there support us. It was awesome, yeah. Before we go to Morgan, Maria, I want to go to you on that same, just what it meant to you that CNS kind of pulled out all the stops there and made it something special. Yeah, I was definitely really impressed with how beautiful it was and how like nice of a ceremony it was. But it really means a lot. It goes to show back how much like the teachers and the faculty support support the students. And Morgan, what can you say about it that you got to celebrate as a group of six instead of just one individual? Well, for a while now, you keep seeing like all the accomplishments that all the, our athletes are having, and to like finally see it pay off and like take the next step towards college. It was cool to share that experience. And to know that CNS did that for all of you and stayed with it because the weather had changed it a couple times. So to know that they had committed to do something special and then no matter what, they were going to get it done, just what it meant to you that that happened. It's just amazing to have that support, especially from a large school. Like it could easily have been canceled and not put back on. But the, the fact that like they wanted to do it for us was just special. 
That coming from Morgan Seichen as well as Emily Dombowski and Maria Marula will be back here in just a moment. We're going to mix and match, and we're going to have some of the guys, some of the girls join us for rapid fire. We're going to have one group and then a second group. And Maria, I'm going to put you in the second group because you, you need to be able to research and get ready. You know, they, they got to practice, so I'm going to give you ample time and fairness. We'll take a step aside. We'll come back with rapid fire here at Chick-fil-A Cicero. So stay tuned. CNS Athletics going on the hot seat, but then putting me on the hot seat as well. We'll be back in just a moment. This is a wake-up call, Fast Break. This is Jimmer Sikowski, owner-operator of Chick-fil-A Cicero, 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero, right in front of the Home Depot. I had a deep feeling that God wanted me to do something bigger with my life and to help people, help others. I kept putting Chick-fil-A in my life, and I realized as I was going through the franchise selection process that uh, positively impacting the lives of others was really core to what we do here at Chick-fil-A. First of all, it starts with the food. The food is brought in fresh daily. You know, we bring in local produce. We prepare to order in the kitchen. We hand bread our chicken. We hand spin our milkshakes. It's it's great food. It doesn't taste like fast food. I, I think the second thing is is the way people feel when they come in a Chick-fil-A restaurant. It's different. We, we try to treat people with intentional kindness here, which is very different and deeper than good customer service. And so you know, I think it feels remarkable for most people to come in a Chick-fil-A restaurant. And then lastly, the impact that we try to have in the community is very different. It's a big part of the expectation of every operator of a Chick-fil-A restaurant is that they're actively engaged in their community, they're a leader in the community, and they're, they're making a difference. When they realize that what we're striving to do is to shine a little light in their life, that's a very, very different experience uh, than you will have in any other quick service restaurant. And it's that remarkable experience that I think people will emotionally connect with. All right, we are back here at Chick-fil-A, Cicero, 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero, New York, right down the road from CNS, Cicero, North Syracuse, the North Stars. You heard from the gentlemen, you heard from the ladies. Now we're mix and matching here for Rapid Fire. Rapid Fire is something that we did, we have done on Wake Up Call with Dance Tour for years. Jeremiah is off the screen right now, and I'm just not excited. I don't think I'm going to let him come on to the second part of this thing. So we are here for part one of Rapid Fire. And what Rapid Fire is, I've been doing for years on Wake Up Call, is a special segment where I would put my guest on the hot seat. But in fairness, I don't know any interviewers that allow themselves to be interviewed, so to speak. I don't know any broadcasters that, allow, that put themselves on the hot seat to answer questions. So I'm doing this nicely, so be good to me. Remember that. I'm choosing to do this. But I'm going to put them on the hot seat. They're going to put me on the hot seat at the same time from Chick-fil-A, and you're watching on Facebook.com backslash LiveNowDT. So we have Morgan Seichen, who is moving forward to Southern New Hampshire for soccer. We have Emily Dombowski, who is moving on to Niagara for track. We have Bryant Perdomo, who is moving on to Lemoyne for soccer. So my first question goes to Emily. And that question, Emily, is if you could switch places with any one of these five individuals that we have here today, who would it be and why? Uh, definitely Nate Poyer. Um, okay. He has a sectional title on him, and he's going to state soon. So, yeah, okay. I'd love to go to state. So, yeah. Okay, so you would switch places with Nathan yeah. Poyer. Fair enough. Okay. 
Bryant. Yep. If you were on Big Brother, you know that show you vote people out of the house. Yeah. If you had to <laughs> vote, if you had to vote anybody out, oh, I'm going in, Jeremiah. I'm looking you right in the eye because wow. I know that it's gonna get. I know it's gonna get deep here. So you got to vote somebody out of the house. Okay. Of Emily, Morgan, Maria, Nathan, and Jeremiah. Who are you voting out of the house? The the Chick Fil A Big Brother house. Who are you voting <laughs> out and why? Um. Wow, it's tough. Tough question. But uh, you told I, me in my ear that no matter what I did, you were coming at me hard. So here we go. <laughs> I am. You know, I think. I'd, I'd go with Jeremiah, not because <laughs> I have anything against him. I just think his reaction would be priceless. Okay. So you'd get rid of him to see him react. Yeah. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. My bad. Ask me that same question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Morgan. Where is your happy place? Anywhere in the world, where's your happy place? Does it have to be somewhere I visited? No. Bora Bora. Bora Bora. Why? Um, I always see the pictures there. I think it would be amazing to sleep over the water on a little hut. All right. Fair enough. Bora Bora. So I have asked one. So we'll go back and forth here. So I'll stay with you, Morgan. You can ask me a question now. Okay. If you were trapped in a room with no windows and the door was locked, how would you get out? And no, there's nothing in the room. No windows and the door was locked? Yeah. How would I get out? Yeah. And you're in a dungeon. And I'm in a dungeon. <laughs> so, uh, I guess I'll just have to run at the door. There's, what else can I do? Or try and see if the ceiling had any cracks in it or anything like that. So I'm either running at the door or I'm trying to figure out something with the ceiling. All right, Emily, what do you have for me? That was a good question. That was good. How do you feel about pineapple on pizza? It's great. I like pineapple on pizza. The Hawaiian ham and pineapple is good stuff. Yeah, it's disgusting, but... Okay, all right. I like ham and pineapple <laughs> on pizza. Like, once every two years, though. This isn't a normal thing. It's pepperoni, usually. Is pepperoni okay? No, I don't eat meat, so... Okay, so what do you put on the pizza? Mushrooms? Onions? Uh, yeah, no, not mushrooms. Like, cheese, onions, peppers, yeah. Okay, all right, yeah. fair enough. Bryant, go ahead. Is a hot dog a sandwich? I got asked this question multiple times. I did, right? And it's not a sandwich because it's, no, not, it's not in regular bread. It's in a it's in the bun. Exactly. So it's not a sandwich. Thank you. Okay, fair enough. Glad we got that out of the way. Yes. Emily, I'm going back to you. Hmm. If you had a choice to swim with sharks or jump out of a plane, which one would you do and why? jump out of a plane um right. you know i'm not the best swimmer so like swimming with sharks i mean that's just uh, i'm done either way okay so you jump out of a plane yeah definitely all right bryant someone's gonna play you in a movie what actors playing you in the movie and why Ooh. ooh. hmm that's wow you know i thought i had something in my head but then i kind of lost it but uh Let's see. Who do we got? Let's go. Let's go. Bradley Cooper. You know. Okay. You know, I just I just watched The Star Is Born. Okay. Pretty good movie. You know. Can you sing? Yes. Okay. I can. You know they asked me to sing earlier. And you did. I did not. I okay. got you later. Don't you okay. worry. All right. You'll sing later. Fair you, enough. Just pick a song. All right, Morgan. 
Hmm. What's the one food that if it was the only food left on the planet, you wouldn't eat it? Squash. Squash? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why? It's so gross. The texture is just not pleasant. Okay. Any type of squash? Any type of squash. Any way it's made? Yep. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Well, we're, we're asking each other three apiece, so your second one. Yeah, it's three apiece. You already got one in. All right, Brian, what's your next one for me? Uh, if Pinocchio said his nose will grow, what will happen? He lied. Okay, then his nose would grow. Right. You said if he, if he said his nose will grow, what happened? He lied. Right? Okay, but his nose would grow. But if he said his nose will grow, isn't he telling the truth so it wouldn't? If he said his nose will grow? Yeah. But what if he's lying about why he said his nose will grow? It'll probably grow. Yeah. But he's also telling the truth, right? Right? I guess, in a way... I'm gonna, no. I'm gonna, I'm going by that question. I'm freezing <laughs> by that question. All right, Emily, what's your second one for me? If you could scale any animal up to the size of a horse, what one would it be and why? If I could scale any animal up to the size of a horse, go a little bit deeper into this. What, what do you, what do you want me to? You want me to jump? Is that what I'm doing? If I could scale any? Like if you could bring any animal. Yeah. Up to the size of a horse, like what animal would you? Oh, if I could bring any animal. Yeah. Where am I bringing this animal? Oh, like grow it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm getting confused here. I'm hearing scale. I'm thinking about climbing something. Okay. So if I could grow any animal up to the size of a horse, if I'm gonna grow to be any animal, is that what you're saying? No. Like if you had to pick any I'm animal. I'm confusing myself right now. Yeah. It's like saying if I said like an ant, you know. A, that ant's going to be the size of a horse. Like, oh, oh, okay. oh, there we go. Okay, <laughs> all right. Be an I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry about that. It's been a rough day. I'm going to blame the lack of oxygen because of the coldness outside. So I'm going to say a dog because I love dogs. So I'm going to say a dog because there was a dog that lived next to me, uh, Claire, that was the size of a small horse, and she thought she was a puppy all the time. So when she would run to jump on you, people would be horrified that it was attacking you, but she really just thought she was little. So, I mean, I've already befriended a horse dog, so I guess it would be that. Okay, good answer. Yeah. Sorry that it took me an hour and a half yeah. to figure that <laughs> out. Okay. All right, Morgan, go ahead. If you were a crayon, what color would you be and why? Uh, Red-orange, because it's one of the, like, original box of 50, I guess. And I don't like that now there's like macaroni and cheese and black licorice and there's all this crazy stuff now. But red-orange is my favorite leaf color. When it gets like, when you see those leaves that get really, really deep reddish-orange, it's my favorite. So that's the one I would pick. All right, so my last question for this group is, I'm going to start with Emily. If you could be any animal, what animal would you be and why? Coming for you, Jeremiah. I'll say a bird and okay. be basic, yeah. All right, what what bird? Not a pigeon. No, not a pigeon. No. <laughs> um, yeah, a hummingbird. That sounds good, Jeremiah. Yeah. You know, here's some trivia. The only bird that flies backward is a hummingbird. Perfect. Yeah. So you'll okay. You'll yeah. Fly backward. Yeah. There you go. All right, Brian. My final one for you is, what is one? 
memory that you wish you didn't have? <laughs> One memory I wish I didn't have. Uh, you got a few? Ah, I don't know. Any memory. Any memory I wish I didn't. Mine would be trying to figure out Emily's question. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fine. Uh, okay. Falling up the stairs in school. When did this happen? <laughs> did anybody see it is the question. A couple people saw it. A lot of people saw it. Okay. When? I think we've uh, all I'm fallen up the stairs that. at least once. Yeah. It happens. Or twice or three times. Okay. Yeah. Morgan, my final question for you is... I asked you about travel, so we're going to stay away from that one. If you had a choice of being a comedian, a singer, or a world-renowned chef, which one would you be better at and why? Which one would I be better at? Yeah. All your talents you have right now. Comedian, chef, or singer? Well, I can't sing, so that one's <laughs> off the list. Okay. Um, And I don't really cook, so I'd say a comedian. All right. Are you funny? It depends on the day. <laughs> depends on the day. All right. Fair enough. You got one more for me. What is it, Morgan? What is the strangest real-world name you've ever heard? There's a few. God Sham God, who played for the Washington Wizards in the NBA. And he was Muslim, so that was kind of funny, too. Because... God, sham God, he's Muslim. So I would say that, and um, Dewey, Dewey, Gooey, who played against the Syracuse, he was supposed to play against the Syracuse Stallions a couple weeks ago, and I, I want to pick one more. Uh, Michael Humanawanui, <laughs> who is a tight end who there is no pronunciation guide for, and I try to find pronunciation if I'm not sure, and he's like the only person that has no pronunciation. So Michael Humanawanui. And that would, that, yeah, that's probably one that stuck with me for a while. So those are the crazy names. I'm sure there's more. All right, Brian, what's your last one for me? Uh, would you rather have a foot-long nose or a foot-long tongue? And why? Well, I, do, I would not want a foot-long nose. So that makes, I guess I have to choose a foot-long tongue. And I guess I would be able to reach stuff. So that would be easy. I'd be able to reach stuff easier. So, so, and I could put all of the nuggets on my tongue at the same time, okay. I guess. I'll say that. You're saying you can reach stuff, so you're grabbing stuff with your tongue? Yes. If I'm going to have a foot-long tongue, I'm going to use it for, like, I'm going to try and do acrobatic things or something like that. I'm going to try to be, you know, maybe, maybe I'll be on the jungle gym swinging from my tongue <laughs> or something like that. Maybe I'll do that. i got to have fun with it. All right, Emily, what's your last question for me? Do you consider cereal soup? No, not at all. Why not? Because soup does not have milk in it. Yeah, but soup has a liquid. It does. Yeah. But it's not the same. It's a well, different liquid. Okay. So, fair enough. All right, so Emily Dembowski, as well as Morgan Seichen, Brian Perdomo, they are off the hot seat. Good job, ladies and gentlemen. Coming up next, we have Jeremiah Willis, Nathan Poyer, and Maria Marullo. Three questions apiece and three going my way. I really don't know if I'm letting Jeremiah on this one. We might have to we might have to postpone this twice. 
you know, we might have to do that. <laughs> might have to do that. <laughs> we'll be back in just a minute from Chick-fil-A. Thank you. Thank you to each of you. Can we have a round of applause? Can we have a round of applause? For, because here, I'll, sh I'll shake your hand. Shake your hand. <laughs> so thank you to each of you as you are finished up for this. Thank you again. We appreciate it. We'll be back in just a moment. Listen, I got you. I, I found you. I didn't leave you hanging. We'll be back in a moment. This is a wake-up call. Fast break. This is Jimmer Sikowski, owner-operator of Chick-fil-A Cicero, 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero, right in front of the Home Depot. I had a deep feeling that God wanted me to do something bigger with my life and to help people, help others. I kept putting Chick-fil-A in my life, and I realized as I was going through the franchise selection process that uh, positively impacting the lives of others was really core to what we do here at Chick-fil-A. First of all, it starts with the food. The food is brought in fresh daily you know we bring in local produce we prepare to order in the kitchen we hand bread our chicken we hand spin our milkshakes it's it's great food it doesn't taste like fast food I, I think the second thing is is the way people feel when they come in a chick-fil-a restaurant it's different we, we try to treat people with intentional kindness here which is very different and deeper than good customer service and so you know, I think it feels remarkable for most people to come in a Chick-fil-A restaurant. And then lastly, the impact that we try to have in the community is very different. It's a big part of the expectation of every operator of a Chick-fil-A restaurant is that they're actively engaged in their community, they're a leader in the community, and they're, they're making a difference. When they realize that what we're striving to do is to shine a little light in their life, that's a very, very different experience uh, than you will have in any other quick service restaurant. And it's that remarkable experience that I think people will emotionally connect with. All right, we are back here live on location at Chick-fil-A Cicero, 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero, New York, right down the road from CNS Athletics. The North Stars are here with Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora exclusively every single month at Chick-fil-A Cicero. We have had different teams come out. We've had a mix and match. We've had the athletics director, Tim Bednarski, and we have all of the signees that just signed to continue their careers collegiately in athletics and in academics. And you got to see the gentlemen. You got to see the ladies. And now in rapid fire, we are here with a mixture. So we have Jeremiah Willis. We have Maria Marullo. We have Nathan Poyer. And I know that Nate's been doing his research, and I'm regretting asking him to be here. I know that Maria I gave time to, and I know that Nathan has helped you prepare, so I'm regretting that too. And Jeremiah and I know each other too well, so I, I know something's coming. So with that being said, we're going to ask each other. I have three questions for them. They have three for me. And I'm going to start with Maria. All right, Maria. If you could jump into the world of a cartoon, what cartoon character would you be and why? Okay, wait. I swear that was my question for you. I said that to Nate earlier. So, okay. okay but, We've um, used this. I've used it before. Okay. Um, it would probably be... Oh, God. Um, I, when I was younger, I loved the Powerpuff Girls, so I... Okay. I feel like it'd be one of those girls. I don't remember their name. You'd be one of the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, that was like the only cartoon I watched, yeah. Okay, all right, fair enough. Nathan, I'm going to you for this one. Okay. You are building an ark. What animal do you not bring with you? 
Ah, God. Um, if I were to bring an and not bring one animal. Yeah, we're starting everything over, and we're going to leave an animal behind. God, I don't know. This is, uh, you know, seagulls. Seagulls. Well, you know, no, they can they can fly. <laughs> Let's not uh think about that. Uh, snakes. Snakes. I don't like snakes. All right, you're done with snakes. Fair enough. Jeremiah. <laughs> What's up? Dad? I feel like I should hold on to my my other ones. What's so, up, Dad? so Jeremiah. Uh huh. You're going to Louisville. Uh huh. If you get on that football field someday, uh huh. What do you think about playing Syracuse oh. every season? Oh. Oh, same dang. division. You got to play them. I look forward to that day. I look forward to every season. I look forward to every game because okay. you're going to see like what I made of. You're going to see right. what I made. That's all I'm going to say. Y'all going to see what I made of. That'll be the one game where I'll be like, I, I got to go to the Louisville locker room. I'm sorry. Everybody going to have to buy a ticket. Everybody going to have to all buy right. a ticket. We already know what you can do in the dome. Everybody going to have to buy a ticket. All right, Jeremiah. What's your first question? Okay. All right. You ready? No, but go ahead. Who am I or who are you? <laughs> Nate, who am I or who are you? You're Jeremiah Willis, and I am the better version of you. What? <laughs> what? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I wanted to give you something different that you didn't know how to respond to. <laughs> it was just like, who am I or who are you? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, is it who am I? You are the faster version of me. But who are you? Dan Tortora. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I owe you five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What did, what did you bet him that I would say that I'm myself? Yeah. Yes, I would. I tried to be a little bit different with my answer, but we'll go from there. Nate, what's your first one for me? God. If you had the choice, would you rather sweat ketchup or mayonnaise? Definitely sweat ketchup because mayonnaise is gross. Ketchup, yeah. Mayonnaise right. is disgusting. Ketchup. Like I don't like mayonnaise ever. If I have tuna, I have to use it because it uh, because it's like something that goes together that even if you don't like it, you have to. But I don't like the taste of mayonnaise, the smell of ma anything about mayonnaise. So I, I, I think I think it would have been more debatable if it was ketchup or barbecue sauce. Oh, I would sweat barbecue sauce absolutely over ketchup. Oh, that's the yeah. Because barbecue barbecue is my favorite. Polynesian sauce. Or Chick-fil-A sauce. Polynesian sauce is sticky, so I'd have to do the Chick-fil-A, I guess. There you go. There All you right. go. All right, Maria, what's your first question for me? Okay, if you could live in a movie, what movie would it be? <sighs> the Godfather. I would live in Liar Liar with Jim Carrey. I would be an Avenger. So, any of those. I'll take that. All right, Jeremiah, I'm going to you. Ready? Yep. You ready? No, no, right. no, no, no. This is my question for you. Oh. So we're back on Big Brother because you oh. said you wanted to know. So you got to vote somebody off. Brian Perdomo. <laughs> I want to see his reaction. <laughs> I just want to see the look on his face, all of the betrayal. Just, yeah. oh. <sighs> now I just want to see it. I want to see it. There's something on Big Brother called the veto. So if... Brian is safe if he's wearing the veto and he cannot be voted off that week. Who do you vote off? It's the second part of your question. Look, look, I hate how you said. <laughs> it's the second part. It's not your third. It's the second part of your question. Oh Jesus! Uh, sweet mother of God! 
um, the type of person I am, I'll probably, I'll probably vote myself off, you know, because I care for people. You know what I'm saying? I would, I would hate to like vote somebody off, especially if the decision's up to me. I feel like that's too much power. So you wouldn't so. want to vote anyone else off but yourself unless Bryant was available. Almost oh, definitely. <laughs> I'd love to see the reaction on his face. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Maria. I kind of like your question. I want to go with yours. What movie would you live in? Um, okay. Uh, so that was such a good question I came up with. Okay, I know. let me have a second. Um, oh, The Incredibles. Yeah. The Incredibles. Would you be someone that's already on there, or would you be a new part of the family? Oh, I'd want to be Violet. She was cool. All right. Yeah. You'd be Violet. Mm-hmm. All right, Nate. Let's see here. What is one memory from your childhood that you will never forget? Uh, one memory from my childhood that I will never forget. Yes. I, I got to say it's a funny one. Okay. Uh, on, on the playground, uh, second grade, just playing with my friends and... Uh, my friend all of a sudden uh, started crying, and he ran away. And as I saw him walking with the teacher, I realized he crapped his pants. That's it. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. Okay. Thank you for not naming them. That would have been horrible. What a sad day. It's a tough, it's a tough thing. All right, Nate, I'm going to stay with you on this. What's your second one for me? Okay. No, I have never done that on Playground. Or ever. Let's see. All right. If you would you rather have legs the size <laughs> legs the size of your fingers or fingers the size of your legs? Legs the size of my fingers? Legs the size of your fingers so like your fingers. Yeah. Fingers the size of your I guess I would have legs the size of my fingers because Deadpool is one of my favorite characters. And, and in Deadpool, he when he gets limbs that. cut off, they have to grow back. Yeah. And he and he was the little baby. <laughs> yeah. And so I would do that. Yeah, if your name is just talking about that. I'd go back there. Respectable. All right. Maria, what's your second one for me? Okay. If you could have one exotic animal as a pet, what would it be? One exotic animal as a pet. Why? A jaguar. Because I am a jaguar's fan. And I think they're really cool. And yeah, Jaguar or a lion. I always wanted to have a beware of lion sign at my front door and have somebody go, yeah, okay, and then break into my house and then the lion sit right there. I think that that'd be pretty awesome. And Daniel and the lion's den's from the Bible, so I think it's fair that I should have a lion. All right, Jeremiah, what's your second one for me? Oh, damn, look at my phone right now. All right, all right, everybody's gonna fill this one. I'm so sorry. Would you? (laughs) Would you rather step on a piece of Lego barefoot every day for a week or get a single paper cut between your toes? Yeah, yeah. Think about that. I'm stepping on one Lego a day for a week. Yeah, yeah. I'm stepping on the Lego. Yeah, I'm stepping I can't, on the Lego, too. I can't do paper cuts. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Between the toes, too? No, but and like any paper cut. 
It's a horrible. I don't know why it hurts more than other. Like I, you could slam your hand against a door and then get a paper cut, and the paper cut hurts more. Almost definitely. I don't understand why. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the Lego too. Right. Uh, if it's standing, I'll take the Lego. I'll take the Lego. I'll take the Lego. All right, Maria. My final question for you is: You have a choice of jumping out of an airplane or deep sea diving or scaling Mount Everest. Which one do you choose and why? Oh, okay. Probably deep sea diving. I feel like that's easiest. It's easiest. Okay. All right. Got to have the right apparatus. Mm -hmm. And you can't go with Emily because she doesn't well, swim I'm well. Well, I'm not a good swimmer either, so we definitely couldn't go together. All right, no fair enough. Us. Yeah. All right, yeah. Nate, my last one for you. Where in the world could you leave to right now, leave everything right now, pack one bag and go, and never come back? Where would you go? Oh, boy. I'd have to say Paris, Paris, France. All right, why? I've always wanted to go there. It's, you know, the city of love. Okay. And it's, it's just, you know, it's just, I, I took French all my high school years, and I feel like I'd be okay living there, speaking French, and just uh, feel like it's a part of me. All right. Fair enough. I like it. Jeremiah, you have the choice of being on The Bachelor Listen, The Bachelor or The Bachelorette? Which one do you choose to be on and why? Wait, what? The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. So either you're one of 20 some odd guys trying to find the favor of this beautiful, wonderful woman, or you are looking for the right woman on your show. I'm a... Uh, I don't think I'll be a good fit for the Bachelorette because, uh, you know, I, I will win. But, you know, I think I'm too pretty to be there. You know, all the boys will get mad at me. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the Bachelor. Okay. Wait, I don't know why I came out as a slur. I'll go with the Bachelor because, uh, mm, yeah, Jesus. You know, it's just you, you pick you pick who you want to be with. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, if they have everything you need, everything you want. You know what I'm saying? You you pick them. I feel like the Bachelorette is a little bit. That's a competition. You gotta like, and all you get. You said the Bachelorette is one girl, and she's picking out a. Oh oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh no, I'll win that one. So I had to go with the Bachelor. Okay. Would you be comfortable picking nobody if you didn't find the right person? Hey, you know what I'm saying? You know, true love. You know, they say is happy, but if you happy being by yourself, I mean, you don't need nobody. You know what I'm saying? There's mad people in the world that just, you know, just go at it with by themselves. Don't depend on nobody. And if they happy, they happy. Fair enough. Nate, what's your last one for me? All right. All right. All right. This one's not too bad like the other ones. Uh, okay. If you had to, would you rather eat cat food for the rest of your life or dog food? Dog food. Because I have a dog and the stuff that I get her seems to... Uh, have that I mean on the box it says it tastes good and the flavor's good and they have like those bacon flavored stuff so I guess I guess I guess I would try to eat dog food. Yeah. All right Maria, what's your final question? Okay, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? 
Okay. So I would, I would have flight because I have, I always feel a connection with angels. So I would have flight or teleportation. But if I could do anything and I could have any power, I would heal this world from all of the inequality, injustice, racism, sexism, and prejudice and have us all start fresh again. So I would take that out of the world. That's That's fire. That's fire. What, Jeremiah, what's your final one for me? All right, so... Oh, Jesus. Would you rather never... Wait. Would you rather never being able... What the... All right, would you rather never tell a lie or never be able to tell the truth? (laughs) I I guess... I'm, I'm not good at lying, so I guess I would be fine with never being able to tell a lie. Because... I don't have to think about, I mean, I've done this for 16 years, and some people take on a persona when they're on the show, or they feel that when they're in the media, they have to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. I don't have to remember what I say to any of you. I don't have to remember what opinion that I have, because I'm never lying about it. Yeah. So, But they say the truth hurts, you know what I'm saying? The truth does hurt sometimes, and, you know, it's, it's reality. Not everything works out, yeah. but... You know, they say that what God's answers to your questions are yes, later, and no, I no, but I have something better for you. So, I mean, even though the truth hurts, it, I think that whatever I thought I wanted or yeah. that I needed at the time, if I didn't get it, there was a reason why I didn't get it. So I'd rather tell the truth and live with the consequences of telling the truth. Amen. Hallelujah. So that coming from Jeremiah Willis, Maria Marullo, as well as Nathan Poirier. I'm Dan Tortora. We have finished up Rapid Fire. I am off the hot seat. They are off the hot seat. I want to thank Emily Dombowski as well as Morgan Seichin and Brian Perdomo for being a part of this. Can we give some love once again? A little round of applause, a little bit of love here. So some positivity for each of these wonderful student athletes that are moving forward. Emily going on to track at Niagara, Morgan Seichin going to Southern New Hampshire for soccer, Bryant Perdomo going to Lemoyne for soccer, Jeremiah Willis going for track at Louisville, and Maria Marullo heading off to Mercyhurst for track, and Nathan Poyer heading off for track at Siena, and of course, I'm Dan Tortora. Thank you to Chick-fil-A, Cicero, 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero, New York, and thank you to Facebook, facebook.com backslash live now DT, CNS Athletics with me every single month. Thank you all. We appreciate it. And if we can grab the other three to come behind us here on the video now, I want to thank you all one more time. So let everybody see your faces. These are your signees of CNS heading off and moving forward. Thank you to each and every single one of you. We appreciate it. And now we're going to go eat some Chick-fil-A. So you all get to watch us you know, here on the video, and that's great. But the best part is eating Chick-fil-A. And the best part is finding out that my sauce is always better than the one that Jeremiah picks. We'll be back. We appreciate it. We'll talk with you soon. Thank you so much.